Hello, welcome to the 831 Podcast, episode 42. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I've been trying to bang these out for you guys a bit more frequently. I've, you know, we, I'm still fly, really busy at work and stuff, but you guys, some of you guys are working, some of you aren't, so I'm trying to get them out more frequently, and this is sort of the rotation I'd like to be working at, about two a week, something like that, so... Here we go, episode 42. As always, a big shout out to sponsors, Trojan Nutrition, Trojan Fitness Bristol. They're my long-term sponsors. Sweatbox Gym Bristol, A3 Academy Bristol. Big shout out to those guys. I train at both those gyms and they're a great help to me. Please follow these guys, check them out, you know, see what all of these guys are going. Like them on Facebook, on Instagram, all this stuff. It all makes a difference, you know, just a little bit of support through all these times. Likewise, though, please, if you can do, share, share, share this for me. Share them on your Instagram stories. Share it on your Facebook post. Share my Facebook posts. You know, copy and paste stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Whatever it is that you can do, if you can please just do those things, it'd be super. Because it just it helps me generate a bigger audience base to draw more people in. So I get more people to speak to. Always looking for more people to speak to from various backgrounds. So if you can help with that, just by simply sharing, that would be fantastic. But this is episode 42, Lee Remedius. I've been meaning to get in with Lee for a while now. Lee's a good friend of mine. We go back a long way through our fight careers. And I've cornered him and trained him. And he's trained me and we've trained together. And he's cornered me. And, you know, we've got an extensive background together. So this was long overdue. He's known for being like an antagonist and a troll on Facebook. I get called that as well. So, yeah, it was obviously going to be fun. We'd have lots to talk about. It's probably not what you think it's going to be about, but it's interesting. It's fun, and I think you'll enjoy it. So, yeah, take a listen. But in the meantime, that's it from me, guys, and I'll be with you, hopefully, another one coming this week. Otherwise, this is episode 42, Lee Remedius. Thank you very much. Lee, mate, thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. This is uh, this is long overdue. This one, I think we've been uh, we've been we have spoke about it a couple of times, but also just things just snowball, don't they? You're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm out all the time. I mean, there's so much to do at the moment. It's not like I'm at home all the time doing nothing. <laughs> well, what are you doing at the moment? Because I guess you're not teaching or anything. What are you actually doing with your life other than trolling? Uh, that's it just full-time just full-time okay so um i'm i'm working full-time still um i've always worked from home anyway well i mean for the past like eight years or so i've been working from home as an engineer um and i'm carrying on doing that yeah and then what about so you obviously have got your own club team etc what what about that that's obviously boom dead done at the moment (sighs) So how much can I say? No, <laughs> I'm not breaking any rules. Um, 
but I am I am I'm training up to the limit of the rules. Yeah. So for, for me, I do have elite status for the gym, but we really try not to abuse that. Um, understanding that, like, I, I don't have ten guys in there all saying, "Oh, we're, we're, we're training to be elite athletes." I mean, I don't do that at all. Um, you know, it'd be probably it's me and one other guy um, that train um, pretty regularly. That's pretty much about it. Um, so, so we'll train a couple of times a week, um, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. What's your uh, What's your training consisting of? You just just sticking. I, I mean, obviously, you're not doing anything MMA. You're just doing anything uh, BJJ. But what does it like now? But also for the last couple of years, what have it consisted of? What How have you sort of tailored your your training for where you're at in your life? So we do train MMA. Um, you know, um, so Beck um, from Swindon comes over. You know, boxer. Mm. Beck Connolly, yeah, she pops over and does a little bit, and and me and her have a bit of a punch about. Um, and once a week we would do MMA on a Friday, me and the guys, um, mainly fence work and and some striking because we do grappling in the week. Um, but I don't want to compete in MMA anymore. Um, I, maybe I would if they found me someone old like yeah. me, right? Someone old and little. Most old guys get fat, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I mainly just compete jiu-jitsu a lot. Yeah, and uh, so that's your mainstay of your your training now. How often? So a man of your age, we're not, we don't you don't have to say your age, but a man. I mean, you look the same age as you did anyway, ever. So that's <laughs> not, that's irrelevant. Age is irrespective. But a man of your age, what what does? Because I think it's good that the some of the guys who are of the more senior age will maybe think about not getting into it, or they don't see, it, but. At jiu-jitsu and grappling really does offer an avenue for those guys. So for someone like yourself, what would your tick-over training be? Which that's probably, I guess, what everybody would come into. They wouldn't come into fucking sort of squad training or anything. They'd come into like tick-over training for you. Honestly, I don't do like squad training. I just, but, but in fairness for me, I've had so many years of combat experience. I don't need to be having hard, well, I've never really, thought hard rounds were, were smart anyway um yeah. you know i mean you and i have trained together a few times and you see what pussy i am right <laughs> um, <laughs> right so um but uh even now for me i i, I don't roll that often i roll a little bit because i think that the uh muscle endurance and the uh neural pathways that you develop through rolling are important mm-hmm. um but i don't do tons and tons and tons of rolling i, I work on strategies i work on techniques um I do a little bit of strength work. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, you you say that about being a pussy, but I, every now and again, I sort of kick myself with you a bit because, I mean, like, me and Paul would push you when you had fights coming up or you'd come over to ours and we'd come to yours and stuff. But, and so, sometimes you needed that. You were one of those guys who sometimes needed that. But at the same time, you were a bit, like, I can remember you were, you were talking about HRV long before anybody was like, I didn't know anyone in the UK was talking about, it. I'd heard a bit about it cause I trained in the States, but you were talking about HRV and me and Paul were a little bit like, what? Yeah. Right. His things told him he's tired. So he's going to have a fucking day off and we're going to carry on getting punched in the face. Like that's, we, we had that mentality. There's no two ways about it. And I, yeah. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So I remember you used to say like, yeah, I'm going out and doing like long distance runs and I'm doing this and I'm not, and 
I was really dismissive. I was a bit like, fuck that. Me and Paul are going to go in the gym and punch each other in the face and then go and do really hard heel sprints. And then I remember you came over once in after the spar. You're like, God, Paul rang me and said you were lighting people up at the end of five-minute rounds and stuff. And you look exhausted. And I was burnt out, just completely burnt out. And you said to me, you need to take a rest. Listen to your body. Yeah, hang on a sec. No worries, mate. I just got out of the shower and I'm roasting. <laughs> Cooking up now. Yeah, I think like that intelligence, uh, like you can say pussy. I mean, we, everybody knows you're not a pussy, but like I think you just had it in your head. Like, let's train smart. Yeah, I mean, I've always tried to be the smart, intelligent guy in my training, um, and in, I, well, I guess you know. I mean, on the flip side, sometimes you know, in, especially in, in MMA, you need to be able to bite down on your gum shield and just, of course, just have it. Right, yeah. of course, and there is a time and a place for that, without a doubt. Right, I mean, you're the reality is you're in a cage, it's you and another guy, and you're trying to beat each other unconscious, right? So <laughs> that's reality, right? You know, people can try and can, you know, they can try and downplay it and they can try and make it seem like a, a glamorous sport and everything else, but that is the reality. Um, so you have to have some level of mental toughness, but I don't need to get punched in the face to know that it hurts, you don't need to beat my face in. For me to know, okay, I need to start slipping punches. Right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, exactly. If I'm under mount, I need to get out of there. I can't. You, you don't need to punch my my head or elbow me in the face to tell me that. I I know that. <laughs> yeah, and also I, I like. I mean, I don't know if you saw my video that I released the other day. Reference Max Holloway's not sparring much uh, for yeah. his recent fight. So I've been a big advocate of this taking sparring right back. Because I see lots of elements that miss. Like you're not just you're not just getting your face punched in, which is the worst case of it. But also, all the techniques you've been working with specific timing and specific work footwork go out the window when you start having a brawl or you tag someone hard and they don't move how your pad man's moved now and they're not. And so all of this stuff that you've been working, they're new techniques all of a sudden because someone's behaving differently and i think that you're, you're not only losing your brain cells and damaging your body but also you're ruining these techniques that we see on the weekend max fought like he could have been drilling dutch drills or hitting pads and i think that is simply because his timing was so efficient and every time he clipped um he clipped calvin he would step off and reset, and I think he just recognised that this ain't my range. This ain't where I should be. As where usually you might be in that position, biting down, adjusting, elbowing, and I think it makes a big difference to many facets. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know how well you know the guy, but Gary Turner has been advocating yeah. this for ages and ages. Stop. He's been on here. Up. Yeah, he's been on here. So, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm often on the same sort of sorts of. Um, discussions with Gary and, and we back each other up he obviously studies the science of that much more than I do um but I, I really really am on board with that you know I don't think you need to get beaten up yeah I mean like I'm over 21 um but w when I get old I I don't want to like forget my kids names and stuff like that you exactly know I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, when I do get to forty at some point, <laughs> right, <laughs> I still want to be able to do jujitsu. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel the, I feel it now. I, I suffer from migraines, as you obviously know, being on my Facebook. So I suffer some pr from some pretty bad migraines, and I, I can feel. 
I'm not as sharp as I used to be remembering and recalling names. And just recently, like family members have told stories and these stories are out of my eyes. Like I've never been there. And I'm like, are you sure it was me? And they're like, both of them are like, yeah, you, we did this. We did, and I cannot remember. Now, of course, they fall out with old age anyway, but that's very much, that sticks with me. And I do think to myself all the time, like, it's nothing's worth this. There's not, nothing would be worth, worth that being the majority of my, especially because I talk a lot now with the podcast. It's, it just wouldn't be worth it to me to be keep having that punch out of your head. And especially when I don't think it benefits your game. Yeah. Agreed. But, Absolutely. So, um, I guess you aren't doing MMA anymore either, are you? It, I, so I keep saying this, I'm not officially retired. If I got offered a really big fight or something really interesting, like if I got offered a fight in Japan, I'd take it because I've never fought there. Um, if, say, the UFC needed a lightweight urgently in the UK and I could step in 100%, I'd do it. But am I actively looking for fights? No. And am I training like a professional MMA fighter? No. But Because um, I've seen you at a couple of uh, jiu-jitsu competitions mm-hmm. um, and doing quite well. Um, Thank you. That's right. Um, is that what is that what what you're looking to do as well, more of? Uh so I'm always for the rest of my life I'm gonna have to compete because I don't know a life without it. I'll end up being competitive in paragliding or this or that, yeah. you know. So, um, and because I teach so much, I really enjoy uh, grappling. I really enjoy rolling, and so I can see me doing that a lot. I'd like to. I'd like to be on Polaris. I'd like to get a shot on Polaris and have a couple on Polaris, you know, no gi stuff. I do do some gi and I've done well in gi lately and stuff, but like when I roll at peds and stuff in a gi, I can hold my own, all my own with the guys there. And, um, but I, I want to do no, I want to roll no gi. I wouldn't ever want to enter a competition in a gi. I, I won like the, uh, I won my division, my absolute division in a gi at the Bristol open this year. But I, I mean, you know, am I in the right division? That's up to Ped to say. So you're at purple, right? Yeah, at the moment, yeah. But um, and, I won, yeah. I won two brown belt, uh, two brown belt nogi comps this year as well. But, I saw you. I saw you at one. Yeah, because I, I shouting shout stuff to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. remember. So yeah, I mean, I, I would. Yeah, I'd like to carry on. I'd like to carry on competing jujitsu for 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 the foreseeable. You know, for for quite a while. Uh, I mean, it can, but because, because they have the, the age brackets, right? You know, so yeah, and I mean, I, like at the moment, I'm not going into anything veteran at the moment. I'm staying in the adult, um, just because I still feel like I carry enough strength and I carry enough speed, and you know, I've got enough guys around me who I train with, where I've got a good measure of right. Perhaps I should maybe go to the vets and not if I'm being having it put on me, not even subbed, but just being mauled by these big strong monsters. At my weight, I would think, right, perhaps i got to look at vets or something, you know? Yeah. Um, I am the same. I'm, I still feel strong. I still feel I'm fast. I still, I still move well. You know, I don't, I don't feel like an old man. Um, but I started doing loads of master's comps. I mean, <laughs> it sounds so cheeky because a lot of them were old men. Not all of them. I mean, some of the guys, you know, like me, are very athletic, um, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but um I, a lot of them were old men and i could do quite well like you know like i want i want some european stuff you know um yeah. and it looks really good because it allowed me to start getting uh promoted quite quickly yeah yeah i mean that's the like i'm i'm right i've been doing jiu-jitsu 17 years and i've got a purple belt but that's not 
you know, people can say, oh, I compared and promoted you, but I've not been at a lot of gradings and then I've not shown up at a lot of classes because I teach myself. And it's one of those things that I could turn up and sub seven black belts. I could turn up and get subbed by black belts. It's not it, like PEDS very much of it's not just a reflection of your ability. You're a team member, beer for the team when they need you sort of thing, you know? And so... like, I, I, have, I have heard that about um, Pedro, is that um, if you're not there for the gi classes you're going to find it hard to get promoted. I mean, Which is yeah. absolutely understandable. Yeah, but he said, like he said to me, he said to me recently, he said, listen, I've seen you sub black belts in a gi. He said, so I'm not worried about your ability. He said, the thing is, he said, you're, you're a coach yourself. He said, you're my student. He said, beer, beer more. Beer as much as you can. Beer, don't... And I couldn't, you know, I can't argue with that mentality. I can't say, like, it's one of those things. Like, I I would hate for him to feel like I was going to get my black belt and then never go back there because when I train at PEDS, is my favourite session. That's like a me session. I can just go, I can roll. So whenever I get a, my black from PED, I'll still be there as frequently. But I would hate for him to feel like we don't see a lot of ways, you know? And like, I mean, okay, like I'll train with NAD in the day or I'll train with whoever's got fights coming up, which PED won't see necessarily. So I am still training with guys from the team. But, you know, like, it's one of those things. It's your, I'm going to represent you. It's your belt. I'll, I'll do what you need me to do. It's that simple. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, as my fighters have got to for me, or you don't get to fight. It's that, uh, you don't have to agree with it, but it's how it is, you know? It's, yeah. And I mean, you know, same at my place. I mean, if you come down to my place and you're really good, it doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily give you any grading or support you or anything because you already, if you just walk through my door, like, if you're if you're a member of my team, well, that's different, right? Yeah. But a guy that just comes down like for one session and says, right, okay, I'm pretty good. Can you grade me? I'm like, well, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, what you, that's what your coach to do. Right? Yeah, and like if I do get that black, then it's one of those things where uh, I can feel like Ped held me to a bit of a higher standard as well. He can like, you know, he spoke, he's like, listen, you need to be doing this. You need to show. So every time when I roll now, it's sort of like. I'm not going and having lazy rolls and I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I, sometimes I'll go there and I'm like, I'm just going to be on my back and do nothing tonight. I'm in bits, but it holds you accountable a little bit, you know, and it, you go there. I go training with sort of um, a desire not to prove myself, but a, a sort of a desire to say like, I, I want this, you know, I'm showing you that I want this. I'm here and I'm going to train like I should be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is good. But, um, so other than that, mate, away from the gym, that's it, mate. Like I, obviously me, I've got loads of fucking stupid stuff that I get up to, but, uh, one of, one of them is Facebook. You're, you and I seem to, and with me as well, you're, you're a troll with me and like, you are a troll and you're not a troll at the same time. This is why you're one of my favorite trolls because, Sometimes you're really not trolling and I can see my mistake and all it would take for it to be over is for me to turn around and say, yeah, you're right, mate. Actually, I fucked up there. But then there's that part of my ego that still wants to fight it a little bit. It still wants to... And other times I can see you just coming on and trolling, you know, but you must sit there and love it when one comes up, rub your hands together and be like, here we go. I love this. Right. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> give you my thought process on this. I've explained a number of times before how I started trolling, why I started trolling people, right? It's because, and I'm going to keep that very brief. I'm not going to go over it again. But basically, well, I, got, I got on the internet um, to, talk, to talk about fighting and to try and find some fights back in like the 90s. 
and people were talking a load of shit. Like, what the fuck do you think you're talking to? But yeah. you can't do anything about it, right? You can't go and punch someone through a screen, right? <laughs> but if they spoke to me like that in person, I'd crack them. Or, like, you know, like, imagine you don't know me, and I watch you fight at an event, like, and I'm just some, some nerd off the internet, and then and we, we meet up, and I go, like, where that was really shit. You're really shit. Uh, I think you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not yeah. destructive. That's, you're just being a prick. Fuck you, Wes. You're a cunt, right? Yeah. You're going to be, mate... <laughs> um, but on the internet, they can do that, right? Yeah. So my answer to that was, well, you've got to be able to do it back, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's quite funny because they get all angry about it, right? What do you mean my opinion doesn't matter? Well, of course your opinion doesn't matter, no. right? And, yeah. Well, just because I don't fight, my opinion, my opinion is worthless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> of course it's worthless. Yeah. Why would your opinion mean anything to me? <laughs> right? um, and then they get angry, right? Which is the whole point. Um, but now I get I probably should admit it but I get frustrated and I get a bit pissed off when I see wanton stupidity being spread across the internet okay I mean and <clears throat> you might be included in this um, <laughs> when people share this absolute bollocks it's actually dangerous some of the, the misinformation that people spread um, and it annoys me, and I feel no guilt, no guilt at all about absolutely embarrassing them and humiliating them. And I'll let them know that they're stupid. Yeah. Um, and it's and they don't have to be stupid, right? That's my point. Um, and I'm going to sound so arrogant with this. I get offended by stupidity. I mean, what a snowflake I am, right? I mean, oh, I get offended. Well, who cares if you're offended, right? Sure, yeah. I get that, right? Um, but it's up to me to deal with it, and I deal with it by pointing it out. No, I, I think stupidity is really, really offensive. Um, and what I mean by that is I don't mean that the kid that struggles to do maths, I, I get that, right? You know, I mean, some people are going to be naturally be gifted in certain areas. Some people are taller, some people are shorter, some people are, are stronger, some people have better cardio, some people can, can pick up numbers easily, some people learn languages easier. You know, I get all that, right? But there's, there's willful ignorance. When someone explains to you why you're wrong and how you're wrong and how your thought process is wrong and how you're not providing evidence, right? And then they, this isn't, this isn't aimed at you personally, <laughs> right? But when people will post misinformation, I'll say, well, that's, that's not true, right? You don't know that, right? And they'll say, like, this thing on COVID, as an example, people will post stuff like, um, the, government admit, uh, the government admits that the vaccine won't stop the spread. No, they don't. Yes, it's on the website itself. It says right here, we don't know if it will stop the spread. Right, okay. You understand the difference between don't know and won't. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Right? I mean, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it might well stop the spread. It probably will. I don't know, and I can't say it will because I don't know. And yeah. that's all, all I can say, right? But something, if, if it is spread mainly by symptomatic people, something that reduces symptoms is likely to reduce the spread, right? I mean, that goes without saying, but... Um, they don't seem to grasp this, okay, which is fine, and, I, and I'll explain it, but then they start getting angry about it and arguing with me, right? It's like, no, no you do understand, like, here's it, I've logically shown you that you're wrong, and I've done it politely, right? I haven't yeah. called you a cunt. I'm thinking yeah. you're a cunt, but I haven't called you a cunt, but I've shown you that you're wrong, right? I mean, it's like, it's like as you said, like, like when you see, oh, shit, he's pointed out that I'm wrong, and I could just hold my hands up, but your ego doesn't let you. Okay, at that point, at that point, game on, right? At that point... Right, no sympathy. I'm, I'm in for the kill, and I'm yeah. going to enjoy it. 
I'm, I'm going to make you bleed, and I'm going to, I'm going to, the sharks are going to come in, and and you're going to feel like you're drowning, and yeah, it, for some reason we're in this time where on the internet nobody wants to be wrong. Like I don't, I'll post shit up that I might even think is right, and I'm happy for it to be wrong because once I know it's wrong. I can absorb uh, another or or explore another avenue. You know, I can be okay, right? right okay, but here's the thing with that though. Like you personally have a lot of Facebook friends. A lot of people read your posts. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you post something, you'll get a lot of comments. You get a lot of likes. If you're posting something that's wrong, people are spreading that, and that goes out, and that goes out, and now you've got a, a very large number of people that don't want to get vaccinated against COVID, which is fucking ridiculous. Now, is, listen, so I won't, I won't get you. vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Um, and I can give you my reasons. And they're logical, I feel. And okay. you can, you can say what this is, okay? Um, my reasons for not being uh, vaccinated for, uh, uh, for COVID are simply this. There is no long-term study on the after effects of the virus. That is it. I don't think that it's gene altering i don't think that it's a microchip or the, virus or the vaccine uh the vaccine i don't think that it's blower so i'm like right i i personally i'm not in the risk group at all i'm willing to not go on holiday i'm willing to not go to the cinema not go to the restaurant because everything that's a a, a business a um a private corporation can say we're not gonna let and i'm not gonna say they can't do no they can i understand that and i accept that and i'm willing to do that for probably two years let's say i want to see two years let's see how people are behaving let's see what's happening right. blah blah so, blah here's my thoughts on that okay i am certainly not a believe uh, so my overriding beliefs are uh freedom right i'm 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 pretty libertarian Okay, believe it or not. I mean, I know some people think, think I'm quite I'm, I'm quite left wing and I'm not really. Um, I'm quite libertarian and I absolutely believe in freedom. Right. But a lot of people say, yes, yeah, so do I. But they don't always and they don't necessarily appreciate that they don't believe in freedom. Um, but I do believe in freedom um, and I don't believe that you should be forced to have a vaccine. I don't believe you should be forced to have anything. Right. It's your body. It's your choice. Yeah. No one should force you to take a vaccine. Okay. But they do have every right, as you say, to say, you know, coming in my premises. Okay. Yeah. Um, but regarding the long-term effects, and I'm going to be careful how I word this, because um, I'm not just saying about you, absolutely applies to me as well. We may or may not have taken plenty of other stuff that, that's much worse than a vaccine. But hang on, we voluntarily took that at that time. Now, if you yeah. if I'd been say 19 and I'd have been, no, my trip to beef was way more important, I'm taking it. I would have took the, the vaccine, maybe. As this is what people don't, because some people believe I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I am it to some extent, and I'm not. And we'll cover that later on as to why that's a massive fallacy and why it's misused. Um, but but to hold it to this point, I I think with this, you I I have to be able to say. Right, I'm going to choose this for this reason now. Not based on where I was five years ago or what I put in my body five years ago. Based on the knowledge I have now and what I want from my body now and the things I think about, fertility, blah, 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 all of these things. Well, I then look. It's not going to make you infertile. No, no, I'm not. 
uh, listen, I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying any of this will happen. I'm saying I want to know these things won't happen, okay? So let's say two, three years down the line, or let's say we get a really good stamp on this and the, the vulnerable are no longer as at risk. There's not so much of a strain on the NHS and we're getting through this each year quite well like we do say flu which we don't get through quite well anyway but we get flu quite through quite well like flu there's no reason for me to take it anyway a fit young healthy man so right now i wouldn't right now i don't take ecstasy right because and i have done i don't take ecstasy now to go partying because i'm not at that space anymore i don't drink alcohol because i don't want to put alcohol in my body right so the thing of the vaccine what what will it do okay positive effects one it will reduce your symptoms if you get COVID, but potentially it's going to stop you getting COVID. It's going to potentially stop the spread of the virus. Okay. Um, herd immunity is an important thing. Um, it's the way we're going to get through this. Herd immunity either through vaccination or, as it seems to be going, a ridiculous amount of people just getting the virus and, and some of them dying. Yeah. Right? Because, uh, because Boris is an absolute cunt. Yeah. Um, so... Taking the vaccine, I see it. I mean, I'm not going to... You could do what you want, right? And then I can have my opinion on that. You can have your opinion on whatever, right? Yeah. I'm not going to force you to do anything. But my opinion is it's my civic duty to vaccinate myself to make my contribution towards herd immunity. Now, is one person going to make a difference? No. But you could say the same with taxes. If you don't pay your taxes, does one person make a difference? No. But as a system, we have to. Um, and same with the vaccination. If we want herd immunity as a system, as, as, as a... As a community, we have to we have to have a, a, a high percentage of people that are immune, and we're going to do, and that's going to be done through vaccination. Okay, so you you can be part of that, or you can not be part of that. Yeah, but. I can, I no. Listen, I see the arguments, and I can't argue against the herd immunity thing. Okay, I can see that point, and I couldn't argue against it without coming up sounding like an idiot who's just clutching at straws because my reasons are my reasons i want to see the long-term effects they're nothing to do with um but it's not going to solve a herd immunity it's not going to do this because that's bullshit my reasons are i want to see what effect it has so um but but but, but like so it's past stage it starts past stage three clinical trials it isn't like something they just right. pulled off the floor I, which which i get which is why why when the same idiots who think they have the same argument as me, turn around and say, it hasn't been tested. How could they have tested? No, 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 no. I believe the vaccine's safe and it's tested. What I don't believe has been tested is the long-term effects because it's a new a new vaccine based, okay, on um, anatomical aspects of other a- vaccines, but it's a new vaccine. So I want to know what the two-year effect is. I want to know what the long-term effect right, is. So would, would you say the same thing about the flu vaccine? Like, like, so they've got a flu vaccine, and then they they tweak it um, for different strains each year. You know, like like you might have like the H one N one one year, and you might have a yeah. different one next year, right? Um, so they tweak it slightly, but it's still the same vaccine, right? Um, just yeah. just tweaked. Um, would you would you make the same argument there that when they tweak it, you don't know the long term effects, so you shouldn't be used? I won't have the the vac- the flu vaccine. Right. I personally won't have the flu vaccine for the same reason. A, it's fifty percent accurate by the government's own emission or by the World Health Organization's emission or the ONS will tell you 40 to 60 percent. OK, well, let's not well, that in a minute and say right. 50. First of all, let's not conflate those, those organizations. Right. Let's let's make sure that we're on the same page here. 
the, the World Health Organization is very different to the government. I mean... No, but if they've but all got the same... You can't put them in the same sentence. If they've all got the same figures, if they're all using the same figures, yes. that's that's the figures I'm, I'm pooling from, okay? They, and they all come out the same, 40 to 60%. So the average of that is 50. So, so you're taking a flu vaccine, okay. no, which no, is no, no. 50%. Before you go on, I'm not, I'm not rubbishing your argument, right? Your mm -hmm. argument's fine, okay? I just, I'm just being pedantic. I'm being a pedant. Yeah, yeah. I want to make that point that you can talk about the ONS, great. You can yeah. talk about about the World Health Organization, great, WHO, great, uh, they've made some fuck-ups, but we can talk about them, right? Yeah. But then, and the government, no, I ha I will not take anything that cunt says. I will not believe it. Okay, but then, so then what about the same people, so what about the same people who would criticize, when I criticize government or government antics, they'll turn around and say, what about all the scientists and all this and all that, but you're, if you're you can't just knock it because of the front man if you're all in on the who and you're all in on the ons you have to be all in on government because he's just repeating other people's no, words if he repeats their words if he repeats their numbers fine but mm -hmm. they put their own spin on it yeah and they'll, they'll twist it and, and they'll take different figures like for example um just because there's one on top of my head i'm going to use donald trump as an example okay so donald trump he did an interview and it was so outrageously bad I was convinced, and I, and I, I actually needed to have, have it proved to me that it wasn't a deep fake. I thought he'd been, I thought someone else was pretending to be him, and they put his face on top. It was his arguments were so ridiculous. He was saying that they'd handled the virus so well because they've got like like these these lowest rates everywhere. And the guy's looking at them, and he goes, yeah, "But th these aren't deaths." He goes, "These are like a proportion of infections." So you've got. And 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 he goes, and John Trump, Donald Trump's like yeah yeah that's how you need to measure it and the guy goes this no, is no, no. where he was passing the paper between them right yeah and he's yeah. saying say, no we're, we're doing better than all these other countries um, and he's using some obscure statistic and the guy the interviewer is like yeah, but, but we're not doing better than other, other countries look at our death rate and he takes the paper and he's like oh I see you're so he says, says to, to Donald Trump you're looking at the percentage of people that are affected and how many recover. But that's not really relevant compared when you're comparing the number of deaths, right? Yeah. And Donald Trump says, no, 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 you have to our way. No, you're, <laughs> you're spinning the figures to fit yeah. you. Completely spinning the figures, right? That, but that's just an example. That's what I mean. I won't, yeah. The government might give the same numbers, but how they word them. And a lot of people, and I'm sorry to say it, a lot of people are too ignorant to understand what those figures mean. Like, yeah. Like, and they'll believe Trump at his word, and they'll say, "Oh, Trump says this, so it must be right." Or and even, or even Boris, like, or even Boris or Chris Whitty. Let's let's not assign this to an American issue because Absolutely. we have we have blue members here as opposed to conservative voters. We have blue members who, no matter who you put in there to lead the country, they're gonna support them just because they're blue that that is it and these people will follow the numbers that are said to them and nod and hmm and so just because it's they're blue so we have the same issue here but yes, I mean, absolutely. it's conflated massively in uh in america but we do have the same issues here as well i only used america because it was an example that entered my head i'd be punched a lot like yourself and i can't think of every example straight away that was just one that was in my head at the time that's why i gave that example but yes yeah. i mean the uk government did the same thing um, and that's why I, I don't take anything they say. All I will look at is the actual figures provided by reputable organizations. I won't look at it, whatever the government tell me could be because you don't know. Is it right or is it wrong? Flip a coin because they'll say whatever they need to say.
Yeah, um, but then so let's take these. Uh, this listen. This is not something that I buy on buy buy into. Um, and this is why I don't know much about it. So when I describe it, there's like in I want to say Norway or somewhere. There's like a conglomerate of scientists all coming together to stand against the vaccine. Or to, you must have heard this stuff, right? Um, I hear this stuff all the time. I'm sure it's Norway, but there's like a big group of scientists, people who have like, you know, they got a, a long history and I see these clips come up and I watch them a little bit, but I can't be fucked to do the research too much because I don't like to go down weird rabbit holes about conspiracy. But then part of me thinks, well, hang on a minute. If these people are scientists who have dedicated their life and they are standing up against this, how? Who, why are you choosing what scientists to believe and what scientists not to believe? You know. So I get this question a lot, um, quite a lot. They say, you know, if you're believing scientists, why aren't you believing these scientists? Or why are you believing that that scientist? Right. And I think that's relatively straightforward to answer because I can look at the data myself. Now, I'm not qualified to to critically review a, a scientific study paper. I imagine you're probably not either, right? Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but. I can at or least... the sun or anything. <laughs> Not qualified to read anything, really. <laughs> right, but, but that's okay, because, I mean, like, we aren't active scientists, right? Yeah. You know, um, but we're reasonably, you know, intelligent guys. We, we, we can read, and we can make up our own minds, okay? Um, and I can, look, I can look at something, right? For example, <clears throat> okay, I'm not going to mention the guy's name, but there's a guy, <laughs> you, you, you must know who, who I'm going to talk about. There's a guy on Facebook He's always posting shit. And I like the guy. He's a nice guy. He's always posting fucking this QAnon bollocks. Donald Trump's the greatest. Brexit was great. You know, I mean, all this fucking... Really, the the thickest of the right-wing thick... I'm not saying that everyone who's on the right is is thick. That's not the case. And they've got some good ideas, right? Um, But... And you you get more onto both sides, okay? You get more on every side. Not not just two sides. It's more sides than... Right, but this guy, you must know who I'm... I tr- I yeah, I, I I'm commenting on him all the time to correct him because he's always posting bullshit, yeah. right? And I feel bad for him. He clearly doesn't have critical thinking skills. And I like him. I genuinely like the guy. But I have to call him because people will read his posts and think it's accurate. So he's posted up this thing recently, a couple of days ago, about this female scientist. What was her name? I can't remember. Um... Who was who did a big speech about how the vaccine's bad and everything else? And he's posted this up, um, and look, you know, look at this woman with high, with, with high morals and all this sort of stuff. And so, okay, well, let's have a quick look at. I typed her name into Google, and it came back that she's wanted by the FBI because she was part of the insurrection movement that stormed the Capitol. Like, that's who you're throwing your hat in with. That's easy. It's easy for me to say, right? She's been anti-vax for long. Now, now, vaccines have been proved. So the, the big, there's a big anti-vaccine, you know, Dr. Wakefield, that guy that, you know, effectively yeah. a criminal, you know, um, falsified his results and showed that vaccines lead to autism and stuff, right? Big meta-analysis shows that's completely not true. And autism occurs in the same rates as unvaccinated children as it does in vaccinated children. Absolute bollocks, right? So she's all part of that anti-vax, anti-vax, anti-vax. Okay, well, that's, it's nonsense, right? It's proven nonsense. There's not a shred of evidence to support her. Right. And, and there's evidence completely against her. I can see that and I can read that for myself. So when she starts making these claims, I know that she's a crackpot. She goes against mainstream science, which can or can or can be wrong. I get that. I'm not just saying just because it's popular, that it's right. But a lot of scientists following the scientific method. Right. Which isn't like the old days when they said, oh, but sci- science used to be that the Earth was was flat. 
okay, the scientific method has evolved and it's developed, and we have yeah. a very, very robust system, right? I mean, a scientific theory is a fact, you know, like the theory of gravity. If gravity is a fact, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So when we, when you've got the majority of scientists believing in something, they're probably right. Now, are they going to? Could they all be wrong? Potentially, they could be, yeah. but it's unlikely. So straight away she's going to have to produce more evidence to like if you make an if you make an absurd claim or an outlandish claim you need to have like if you make an extreme claim you need to have extreme evidence okay if she's going to stand against everyone else well she needs to be able to prove that and she fails to right um so when, and clearly crackpot stuff i'm going to do a quick research and i can see that's how i determine who I mean, I, I, so I sort, I sort of know what you're saying. Um, a couple of prerequisites to why you dismiss her, I have to dismay for the simple fact. So Pat Militich, you heard about Pat Militich uh, recently? He got caught yes. over it, and he was there to break things up. He's there. He's like, listen, I was there supporting the Trump. I'm a Trump supporter. But as soon as the violence starts, I'm breaking up. Gets dropped, loses commentator job, lo like possibly loses house and stuff because of it. Now. Now I, I agree with say. you, but but that, that that doesn't go against what I what, what I'm saying. And maybe maybe I could have given more detail. Yeah. She was there with a megaphone, like promoting it all. There's pictures of her on the FBI website as wanted, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's That's it doesn't vanity. bode well at this point. It doesn't bode well for her. I I'll admit. But also, would you would you say that you read any work by her or any information about her? as open-mindedly as you would the work the, that supports your theory? Or are you going into it quite biased? Not, maybe not necessarily, because she sounds like a fucking fruit bat, but, like, anyone... So if you propose a theory, it's this, 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 right, this, okay, so this, I propose the opposite. Do you, approach your, do you approach your investigation into that work in the same way, or are you actually yeah, no, to bias? I mean... As I said, I do think if you are going against mainstream scientists, the majority of scientists, yeah. right? I, I, like we're not talking about mainstream media here, who are full of shit. I get that. Yeah. We're talking about the majority of scientists, right? If you're going against them, you might be right, okay? But you're going to have to really prove yourself. You're going to have to provide a lot of evidence to, to show that you're right, okay? Yeah. And it's going to have to be strong because there's, there's going to be a lot against you. There's going to be overwhelming scientific evidence against you you're going to have to provide even more overwhelming scientific evidence to, to dispute that, okay? Um, but, yes, I will absolutely be open-minded on things. For example, I've, lo I've had lots of debates against people that believe in um, climate change, okay? Yeah. I've been like, well, you, I, you can't prove to me that climate change is real, okay? Now, do I think climate change is, is false? No. I absolutely think climate change is real. I do. Absolutely. But... Um, I argue against the people that just accept it blindly, right? Yeah. I say, you have to pro provide me with the evidence. Is climate change real? And they'll say, yes, of course it is. Scientists say so. Okay. Yeah. So you'll, so you, then if scientists say it's real, you'll be able to present me with the evidence. So let, let, let's hear it. And they can't. And they say, oh, look at Lee. Thinks he's so smart. He disagrees with scientists. Ha, ha, ha. Right. And why are the scientists right? Yeah. And it, uh, crickets, uh, right? I, I, yeah. I, and, but also it, that sheds light onto one of the biggest issues that I have with with internet arguments in that you people will say 
oh, but this. And you say, well, no, no, no. What actually means it? Yeah, but you mean this. And then you're being told then what your opinion is or what you're thinking. And like, no, hang on. You asked me. You did that to but, me. Yeah. You did it to me before. Yeah. I did it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done it to you a few times. <laughs> we, we were debating. I can't remember the actual topic, so I've got. So I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't confirm this by. If you ask me for evidence, I'm going to say you got me right. Yeah. Um, but we had a we had a Facebook discussion, and and I was I was purporting a view. I can't remember what it was. Um, and you said yes, but that's just because you believe the mainstream media. I said you don't know what I believe, right? Uh, yeah. You, you accused me of believing the mainstream media. Which yeah, and as soon as you like. As soon as you said that, it makes me sit down and think for a second. I mean, also, a lot of the time, I'm responding in between plastering sets or something on my phone or something like that. So you said that, and it makes me think, yeah, actually, I don't know what he believes. But do I just turn around and say, actually, no, you're right. What do you believe? Or do I go back with something now? <laughs> I, then... Right. I know I know that you took it on board because after that, you sent me a private message about something else. I said, like, what's your opinion on this? It was on, I think it was yeah. on the, the death rates and stuff. Or, or you sent me a YouTube link on someone, and you, you asked me my opinion rather than telling me what I was wrong. And I thought, yeah. ah, he has taken on board, though, that I'm a bit more open-minded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those... So, people... I, I get this a lot. People will say stuff to me like... And it doesn't mean anything. I'm not... I couldn't give a fuck about their opinion because as soon as you have this opinion of me, it shows you're ignorant. So, like... I was arguing with someone whose name you would know straight away. I was arguing with them on Facebook the other day about um, somebody posted up something along the lines of like, um, uh, you know, like what happened. Let's say it was something like I'm paraphrasing massively and may even have the wrong context. It was something along the lines of like what happened to all these people who were going to be dropping dead in their droves because of the vaccine. And I put underneath something like what happened to the big news that Donald Trump was going to come out with to, uh, in two days and that was eight weeks ago so somebody went underneath and they put oh here he is king of the conspiracies but you don't believe this one i'm like seriously i'm not i'm not king of the conspiracies like what what are you on about what conspiracy do i believe like you come here poop come on here poo poo in this conspiracy i'm like two two seconds two seconds Firstly, if I was king of the conspiracies but i decided to change my mind after doing some research why are you now holding that against me? That's surely something you should be saying. Fair play to you. You fucking went away. You did what I said. You learned from the research. And you've come back with this really open mind. And you've now looked at this Donald Trump thing. And so then they go to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Just because you don't believe. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a minute. This is where you've gone massively wrong. I do believe the Donald Trump conspiracy, as in, I believe there's a massive paedophile ring in Hollywood. I believe that there might be politicians involved. I believe all those things. What I don't believe is Donald Trump is going to expose him on the 6th of January because he fucking didn't. I don't believe he's going to expose him on the 13th because he didn't. And I certainly don't believe he's going to shut down the inauguration and have the Marines there and bring it down. I'm like, now... We might believe the same thing about this paedophile stuff, but you are so intent on proving me wrong that you've forgotten what your whole actual foundation of your what you want me to support is, and you just don't want me to support it so you can tell me I'm wrong. And this yeah. is my biggest issue now with people online is that they won't, even if someone, and I'm not saying I'd back down, this person had massively misrepresented my theories that they are conspiratorial, but my issue is, 
now, even when, if someone does come back and say, actually, no, I was wrong about that there. I'm actually going to believe this. The same people will turn around and shoot them down and say, see, you can't even stick, keep your mind out. You're flipping every which way. You don't know. Yeah. Which I just don't get. I don't understand how we've got progression if you're not allowing people to change. Either yeah, no, side. I, I will absolutely respect people that change their opinions. I've changed my opinions plenty of times. Um, Paul Reed's changed my mind on a few things. You know, um, like, like he started saying about, he, he told me how race wasn't um, scientifically real. Yeah. And I thought, well, I didn't know that. I'm going to read on this. Yeah. And I read up and I thought, yeah, the guy's right. You know, I mean, it's absolutely correct. You know, yeah. um, that was really interesting. You know, um, yeah. so yeah, I, mean, I will change my mind on, on things. If, if I'm presented with evidence, I'll absolutely change my mind. You know, I have, again, as I have done on, on the climate change. Right. You know, um, I didn't know anything about it. I started asking people would say one thing, some people say another. And I got to go look at the evidence. Right. Right. OK. I don't really believe it's a massive issue. Um, then as more and more evidence comes through, I think actually it's, it's really fucking bad. Right. <laughs> you know, um, but and, and you, you've, got to, you've, you've got to be open minded and say, yeah, you know, I mean, I've learned and, I, and I've grown in my in my knowledge on it. And I accept that my beliefs before were probably wrong. And now they're probably right or they're, they're, they're more aligned with, with the evidence. Yeah, and uh, you've got to just not... And you are pretty good at this, to be fair. You are... Uh, like, if you and I... Say I post something at random, and it will fall in line with one of your... You'll come up, you'll be like, oh, you've finally seen sense, or you've finally done some research, or... And you'll say... You won't be like, hang on a minute, I thought you believed this. It's like, well, even if I did, now I'm believing this. And that's my... That's my biggest because I think I think that issue extends a lot further afield than social media. I mean, you and I are addressing the the social media trolling and stuff, but I think once you get to that opinion, I think that starts to to um, to show a lot further in society. Once you start dismissing people's ability to change, I think that has a lot bigger impact with you know peer groups and social groups when you look at someone and you think it's one of those things don't when someone's racist you haven't necessarily got to want them to burn at the stake when someone's racist your initial thought should be educate once you can educate them burn them at the stake but you have to educate because otherwise in a minute you're going to end up with no one left to talk to so how about if someone, someone, for example, calls me like a like a chinky ching chong? Oh no, you you're fine. You get your. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, it'll be you that's doing it. So, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like I think what once you have those bits, once you're willing to talk to people about it, and this is why with the BLM stuff and all that came up, I would post and I'd say like, listen. Black people, I, I'm obviously my daughter's black. Like I'm like black people. Uh, the ma the mass majority is on white people and we should assume that for some reason that gets people's back up i don't get why but the mass majority of the issue and the resolve will come from white people changing but black people also need to change because they need to understand that because someone uses the word half caste or another prefix that you don't like does not mean they're racist as much as they're racially uneducated and that little bit of education you're you're trodden a fine line where you have the opportunity to right, educate okay. and turn it round. I'm going to interrupt you on that a little bit. Um, 
And I don't think it's black people need to do that. Because the color of their skin doesn't determine whether they perceive racism as bad or not. Like, it's not like oh, black people this and then it's not white people need to change. Most white people need to change, but some black people need to change as well. It's people. It's, it's, it's people that believe in racism and people that are against racism. Right? Yes. Uh, but, but no, but there's what I'm saying is, and these friends, these are friends of mine, family members who are black who have done this openly right. on Facebook. Right, what but, I'm but, saying is everyone needs to change but what what we need people need to change what we need to understand is there are people out there who are genuinely on your team but because you're using the wrong prefix or you're using the wrong um like you're using i don't know what you would call it like it's not a noun it's not a pronoun i guess but like uh because you're using the, the young uh gender um assignment calling them half cast immediately is like hang on a minute that's racist you shouldn't no, this was someone who's on our team. We're, this is someone who's with us. We need to now use that little bit of education. And so I'm not blaming anybody one side or the other. I'm saying even people who are on your team can make mistakes. Education is going to be more important. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I think, and I think that's a really, really good point. Um, people might well disagree with with minor aspects, um, but in general, they're you know like. And I, try I don't disagree at all. Just use the wrong language. Yeah, but it, on a, in a broader sense, people like I try. And, I do try and see that in people. Like I'll, I'll have arguments with people, and we can fundamentally disagree. Um, but uh, it could be that we both have the same end goal. Um, that could, like, for example, it could be that we both want death to come down. We both want the best for society, but we have different ideas on how that's achieved, right? But he's not my enemy. He's my teammate. We're on the yeah. same team. We want the same goal, right? We're just going to need to make sure that we're on the same page and how we get to that goal. Yeah, yeah. I completely... Yeah, that's, exa that's exactly it. That's the point that, that I'm making. It's not... I'm not trying to apportion blame to someone because they're apportioning blame. I'm saying we need to recognise we're all on the same team and some, some of our team members are going to need a nudge. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I get we're on the same team, but we say this. We don't say that. We say this. You know, it's just how it is because we're so we're so de-evolved. Do you know what I mean? We're so de-evolved and we're at such a nuanced state in society in society and behavior. We there's got there's gonna be this huge crossover. Like you go back 50 years, people were keeping pets and calling them the N-word. My nan's next door neighbor had a dog called the N-word. Like we are like, it might have been 60 years ago or something. It was something similar to that. Now, we're at a point where that would never be accepted and neither should it. But we need to understand that the crossover between the two is not necessarily um, one of racial motivation or one of stereotyping or one of segregation. It's one of ignorance a lot of the time. And sometimes people are on your team. They just don't know how to... How to say it they don't know how to put it into words the way that you do or they're just using the wrong thing and they just need to be said whoa, whoa buddy listen we're friends we'll always be friends it's this it's not that boom back on the team yeah well you know? also a lot of times people are willfully thick yeah <laughs> there is there is that there is, and, and racist so there yeah. is. <laughs> like i spoke to people about, about um brexit and yeah. I've had them outright admit to me 
yeah, but I'm walking down the street and, and where I live, I'm seeing all these Muslim signs everywhere and there's all brown people on the street and, and, and they aren't English. I'm like, okay, and you think that by leaving the EU, we're going to get our immigrants from, what, other white countries? We're leaving Europe, right? Yeah. I mean, we're going to get more immigrants from from other countries then. That's the way we need to make up this shortfall now. And the shortfall <laughs> for making up white Europeans will be brown skinned people, unfortunately. It's not... Yeah. What have you not realised about this? Although, to be fair, as we've seen from what the government's put into, pla into place, there will be a shortfall. It'll be the same amount of people coming the same amount of time. Like, what, what the fuck? I just... People are so... I think people are so wanton for change... They don't realise you've got to work for it. They just want to point the finger and blame other people for why they haven't got the change you want. So that's happened throughout history. Um, that's how politicians have worked since at least as far back as, as ancient Rome and probably way further. They, they create a boogeyman. I mean, you can look at any, any populist leader. Um, and I, I don't need to mention any names. I don't need to go full Godwin or anything like that. Um, I don't need to give any examples. They'll... They'll find a demographic and they will big it up as a boogeyman because people always people are greedy and the people always think that they're doing badly and everyone else is doing better than them. And, and if you can blame someone else other than, other than them um, or and if, if you can make them believe that they're in a shit position and blame someone else, they'll believe you. Yeah. And if you then say you're going to address that problem, then they'll vote for you. Um, well, I will give you some examples because the <laughs> obvious ones are the obvious ones are the right-wing guys that, that make it about immigrants or different races. But it's not always like that. If you look at someone like Corbyn, he would say, and, and, and a lot of these like very far left, they would, they would blame people that earn well. They'd say, these high earners or these bankers, and it's all on them, and, and all we need to do is tax them more. It's only going to affect 5% of the population. It won't affect you. Like, that's not cool. You're, like, you're, you're telling me that you want to target... Um, a specific minority in our society and you want to tax them harder right or whatever but you're, or you're, you're blaming these people and and the, it, it, you can't blame them like or you can but you're wrong to do so right i mean well, just because someone earns more I, money doesn't mean they're a bad person i mean but also just to interject slightly you have to bear in mind though we come from a history we come from a country with a history and a world with a history where a small amount of people have got the wealth because they robbed, pillaged, murdered everyone. So we have royalty, we have right. affluent families. So at some point, do we keep perpetuating that or do we put a stamp down and say, hang on a minute, this was never fair. We've not had a clear starting point. You do have to pay a bit more tax because actually the Rothschilds family have had billions from this date because they did this or something. And I've used them only as one example. It's not necessarily by them. Right. Okay. But that's kind of a bit of a straw man. I understand where you've gone there, but it's a bit of a straw man to the point I was making. Maybe I wasn't clear. Like, but for example, okay, Corbyn was saying anyone earning, I don't, I can't remember the numbers, but was it anything over 80,000 or anything over 100,000 or 150,000 or something? We're going to pay more tax. Yeah. And, um, and fine, okay, if you think that they should, I suppose I can understand your argument, right? But they're already, they already pay more tax, right? Um, now, I also understand that if you look at the numbers, that people on lower incomes end up paying a higher proportion of their income in tax. And you think, but, but they're not taxed any higher. Right, okay, but 
more of their income goes on stuff like petrol and other things like this that, they, that gets taxed, right? You know, so they, um, when they buy things, because they're not able to make as many savings, so they're having to spend more of their, more of their paycheck and they are, they are um, paying more, more tax. So I, I understand these arguments, right? That aside, my point is, most of these politicians that are populist, like Corbyn was, certainly like Boris is, like Trump is, um, these populist leaders, they will, they will create a bad guy. And I think that's a disgusting tactic. But more yeah. disgusting almost is that people fall for it. Yeah. People will, will they'll, they'll buy into this shit. Oh, those guys, those guys are earning 100,000. Yeah, they've, always, they've been hoarding wealth all this time. No, they probably went to fucking university and got a good degree and worked their way up. Right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, people that have billions, or they, well, actually, billionaires probably got lucky and built their way up as well, right? But, I mean, but we're talking about people that are actually wealthy through family. Right, okay, now that is, that's more in line with the argument that you're making. Mm-hmm. Right? But a lot of people earn well because they done well for themselves yeah and i don't I, I agree so take jeff bezos or elon musk right now these people get slated uh, fuck off they earn their money i yeah. don't care if he's got enough to fund to to kill world hunger it's not that's not his business he's a philanthropist if he wants to be like bill gates chose to be it's not my fucking business to tell him he should give some of his money. He made his billions because he was a bloke who went and bought a door from like a hardware shop and turned it into a desk and thought, I'm starting Amazon. That's This is yeah. what we're working with here. No, I do not think someone like him should be persecuted. When we come to big conglomerate money or big money that's been held in families for centuries, then I have a different take on things because it's not their wealth. But someone like Jeff Bezos, uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, like, no, I'm not. I'm not advocating taking their wealth in the slightest. Yeah. As, 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 as I said earlier, I'm a big believer in freedom, right? If you've earned that money, you've earned that money, right? Yeah. That's yours. Now, of course, I do believe that they do owe a debt to society. Not the same way criminal owes debt to society, but I mean, but they, <laughs> but they, they owe, they owe society because without society, they couldn't have built that wealth. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So they do have a duty, right? And and they, and they they pay that back in the form of tax. Yeah. Right, and they are taxed heavily. Okay, um, if they find loopholes in that tax, that's not really their fault. You know, I mean, if they, as long as they're paying what they're legally, if, if they're dodging the tax that they have to pay, that's different. But yeah. if they're, but if they're paying the tax that they're legally required to, it happens to not be very much. Well, that's not their fault. That's yeah. the government's fault for having this big Swiss cheese of, of tax laws that allow themselves to dive in and yeah. out. I mean, we got we got plumbers who earn thirty grand a year, who put as little through the books as they can and pay themselves dividends, and then they're screaming because they didn't get the um the the pay the pay the furlough pay and stuff. And it's like, listen, it's terrible, it's really bad, but you have to understand, you were exercising a loophole for many years. Now they're exercising a loophole. It's one yeah. of those things. I feel bad for you, and it's shit because. You're not a millionaire who was exercising a loophole. I get it, but it's it's the same thing. A millionaire who's like saving, paying forty percent tax or fifty percent tax is the same as you saving, paying seventeen percent instead of fourteen. It's the yeah. same thing. It's percentage wise, you know. And this is what has to be like. There has to be a level 
a level of logic and a level of thinking, which I think I do that well, but I still get caught out sometimes and I still get, but I do. No, I, you? I like, <laughs> me, me. I, like I, but I do think I, I try and think quite lateral and I like to think, I try to think like, well, hang on, I want to do this. So, but like one of my friends, somebody owed him some money and he said, oh, this guy's just messing me. He says, he's not going to be my, he ain't got my money to give me tonight. I was like, how much do you owe you? He said, 70 quid. I was like, how much money you got in the bank? He's like, well, uh, plenty. I was like, so you're not hurting for 70 quid? He said, no. I said, right. I said, listen, this is what you do. You explain to him, I'd really like some of that money, please. Like, you have owed me it for a little while. If you can give me some money, please. And you say that. I said, you then step away and you think, poor fucker, man. He's struggling to give me 70 quid. I said, now you still say that to him because if he is having you over, he might give you a little bit of it. If he's not having you over, he's struggling for 70 fucking pound. So all you do is you never lend this guy money before, again, because you know he struggles to pay it back, but you still keep in your mind he's struggling for 70 quid and you still got money in the bank. There has to be a point where you have to say, even though he's wronging me, his circumstances are a little bit shitter than mine. Yeah. yeah right? Absolutely. And I think I, I look at things quite well. Or I think I look at things like that quite well. I mean, of course, other people listening to this might be like, you prick, you don't. But I try to always do that, you know, and I try to be on the on the point where I'm standing. You yeah, you know, I, I think I think I think you you're quite um think outside of rather than just I want my money, right? I I, I, I think I think that you do tend to think a bit more outside the the circumstances right in front of you. Mm-hmm. yeah thank you I, I last and and that might not necessarily be a compliment and people might be like no you need to be more so but that's not that's not me and i'm quite socialist in that aspect and many other aspects i'm quite social because and when i say this on facebook and stuff i, I people jump but i just want everyone to love each other i just want everyone to fucking be happy i just want like i really do just want to be in a world where everyone's happy and there's well, no poverty be because because and I'll tell you what, our world is plagued by stupidity. Yeah. If, if everybody if everybody was a scientist, we'd be better off. We absolutely would be. May yeah, maybe. Maybe we would. I, just, I think we I think would. our issue is this as well. We have people who are living absolutely on the breadline who as soon as they get the chance and get some money would leave the people behind who they were stood in the dole queue with. like this is the issue is we have people who are from the bottom who are willing to leave the other people in the bottom and stand on them to get out and i just think that that that's the issue it's not money that's the issue it's mentality here because if you won the lottery tomorrow you're going to forget the other yeah. people behind you Men- mentality is the hugest issue um and i'll be honest i'm gonna and i'm probably gonna offend a load of people on this i can't fucking stand this country um and i'm kind of at a point where i feel like agent smith and the matrix um these people that i live around disgust me people in our country um and i know that sounds really really bad but the absolute willful ignorance and hatred and just stupidity i i don't want to deal with it I, it absolutely revolts me, I, and I can't talk to these people. I can't have a discussion with them, other than to insult them or walk away from them, because yeah. I, it just I absolutely think... offends me to have to deal with it with their moronic. Like it insults my intelligence to talk to them, and I'm not trying to say that I'm I'm a super genius. You know, I'm not a member of Mentor or anything like that. You know, I'm relatively bright, um, but it's how you apply yourself, and what I mean by that is 
you don't have to have like a doctorate to know hang on a minute let me look at some evidence right it's just lazy you know to just believe everything that someone says to you because it feels right yeah you know and and then and then to perpetuate that and spread that can we just say well before we go can we just say here youtube videos are not evidence i just have to make that clear even when somebody gets accused of being if someone says to you about having evidence let youtube videos are not evidence i just want to make that clear carry on with your point yeah you're absolutely correct and when they uh, they show them and shane says it uh, like it's when they when they come on and they have the scary music yeah like that doesn't make me think it's any more hard facts doesn't need a, a soundtrack to sell it does it it's one of those things like people raved about Zeitgeist, the movie, when it came out. Zeitgeist was just, and I fell into it massively. And I'm still a bit absorbed by it because I don't believe it was all lies. I believe there's some truths in there. Um, massively conflated and inflated to, to stir up and be salacious. But you present a video like that with those facts, I don't absorb them any better than if you'd have just give me the facts. Yeah. I mean, so. My view on YouTube videos, it annoys me. And I've had to say, to say to people, you're a fucking idiot, I say. Because it's all I can say to you. There's no, there's no reasoning with these people, right? You just have, All I can say is you're a fucking idiot. I can't tell you why you're wrong because I, I try telling you why you're wrong and you're not accepting it. You're not understanding basic reasoning and basic logic. Um, yeah. And I've had people say to me that they prefer a YouTube video and they'll take it more than reading a scientific paper. It's like, What? Like, I understand it's easier. It's easier to watch a video. That's absolutely true. It's easier to watch a video than it is to, to try and decipher a scientific study. Yeah. Um, and as I said earlier, you know, I'm not qualified to, to, to crit- critically review one. Um, but to say that it's, you give more, you hold more faith in a YouTube video, like, the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like, but then to believe it's evidence, but to believe that that is evidence, this is the thing. It's what you don't understand. Some of the stuff that's been that's been presented in there may have been able to be used as evidence if you'd have just stuck with the line. These people who take oh, and in this paper, in this was said paragraph, blah 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 blah. Show me the rest of the fucking paper. You don't need to. The video now should be you showing me the rest of the paper. That is absolutely correct. What I think a video can do. It's point you in the right direction. It can give you some information that you then say, right, I need to verify this. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and I've, learned, I've learned about conspiracies on YouTube that I've thought, that sounds really interesting. So I'll go research it. And most of the time, I'm like, oh, it's absolute bollocks. Once in a while, you think, fuck, oh, that actually really happened. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, Operation Paperclip and stuff like this, right? You know, and you think, oh, yeah, that, that actually happened. Right. Yes. <laughs> Operation Northwoods was actually a thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and and it took it took like it it, it took uh, Kennedy to say like, what the no. fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I got I got all the, the the Joint Chiefs here, and yeah, and and you want me to you you want you want to sign off a terrorist attack on our own people? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's and then people will run real. away with those ideas. Sorry? People will then run away with those ideas. They will yeah. get them. Now, for me, I'll hear that, and I'll think, oh, and I'm in, I'm gripped. But part of me will then turn around and say, right, now, 
okay, this looks suspiciously like that, and it does look really bad. Is it the same thing? Right, well, the the, the easiest thing to do for me is say, yeah, that's the same thing, because I don't have to prove it. I don't have to prove anything. I just that is the easiest, it's correct, but the yeah. easiest isn't, isn't right. No, of course it's not. So then you have to turn around and say, right, all we can 100% ascertain, no matter what the official document says, something was dodgy. Uh, like, you can't not say something was dodgy when you're presented with something like that. So something was dodgy. Is it this theory? This is why when people say, oh, yeah, you're, you're a conspiracy theory, you're a 9-11 conspiracy theory. I'm like, which, what theory? Like, it's not... There's not just one theory that I've assigned to. You have to tell me what theory. Yeah, you believed it. It, it was the inside job. No, I don't. Like, I believe that maybe World Trade Center 7 in the Pentagon are an inside job. I don't believe the whole thing was an inside job. But you don't know that because you're assigning a theory to... You're assigning my beliefs to any theory you want to pick. Yeah. Like, you have to understand. There's people out there who take snippets and might might assign their beliefs to them and they might dismiss 94% of it, the 6% be vital. I mean, so I try to believe, uh, I try not to believe anything. I don't believe, I tr and you can't help yourself, we're human and we have emotions and everything else, but I try not to believe anything. I either understand something or I don't. I either understand the evidence that's presented to me or I understand that there is a lack of evidence. Um, that's it. Now, it's not always that simple. I have to make some sort of beliefs, but generally, if someone says to me, do you believe that the World Trade Centers um, were, were a demolition? I say, well, you, I don't know for sure, because I can't know for sure, but probably not. And they say, why? But you can see that they, they, they fell at free fall speed, like a demolition. I think, well, they didn't, did they? You can look at a demolition, it blows out of the bottom, they blow at the bottom and the thing falls down. World Trade Centers collapse from the top down, right? They look very different. They, no, no, it looks exactly the same to me. Okay, but you're thick, right? So your opinion's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what, you, what it looks like to you. It's, it's what the facts are. You, you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts. And you can see that the World Trade Center towers, they fell from the top down, not from the bottom up, right? Yeah. You, can, you can see that. You can, look at, you can look at videos of next to each other. And you can see that a, a building collapsing gets blown out of the bottom and the whole thing comes down and the bottom floors get mashed as it comes down. World Trade Centers went boom from the top right it would have had to be an amazing demolition job to make that happen that must have been would have to been incredibly set up right mm -hmm. with everyone in there and everything i mean did it happen i can't say it didn't but i think you'd have to show me some unbelievable but, amount of evidence that it yeah did. the most of the evidence would say that you would have to look to no that's not how it happened do i still think it was an in listen even if, if you said to me i think it's an inside job Okay, right, cool. I can get on board with that. How do you think it happened? Was it, it was a controlled demolition, just like when it blood? No, whoa, 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 whoa. You've lost me now. Now, yeah. if you say, I can get on board with it being an inside job even, but there's certain theories that don't line up to certain theories. Now, it could have been a controlled demolition. Yes, it could have. They have done demolitions that are similar with, like, intermittent blasts and blah, blah, blah. But the logistics behind that are huge and stuff. And so you've got to then say, the likelihood is it wasn't that. So let's say I'm on board with you. I do think it's suspect. I do think... But I'm, oh, yeah, you just don't want to... No, now you're alienating someone who's on your yeah. team again. I, I mean, I, if it was an inside job... Does it make much more sense just to say, if it was an inside job, and I'm certainly not saying it is, okay? I'm not a conspiracy theorist on that, right? But let's, let's just, for the, for the sake of the argument, let's say that it was an inside job. 
it would just simply make much more sense to have them fly building uh, planes into the building. That's much easier. We don't need to collapse them. They just yeah, flew yeah. planes into the building, right? The fact they collapsed would have been a bonus if that's what, what your aim was. Yeah. But why go to the hassle of putting these... No, just fucking fly the planes in, right? That's, that's enough. enough for us to go to war. That is enough for us to yeah. go to war, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. You don't need to do the rest of it, right? Well, confirmation um, bias. Confirmation bias is a bitch, man. It's one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And call to authority. Call those two things. People really need to, uh, if they're going to engage in any argument, I get it with, fuck, like, I'm not going to call people idiots, but I get it with these people. I will. You call them in. I get it with these people. Even conspiracy theorists, they start just like, ah, "What about this?" And like, stop with your call to authority. It's irrelevant here. You either cite me something that's factual. I don't need to know so and so's opinion about so and so or so and so said this. You need to understand what confirmation bias is. And have you read these things that you're reading with the lack of confirmation bias, which is very very hard to do. Um, even from, I, I wouldn't, as soon as you start reading something, it's going to become, it's going to, um, it's going to become a lot more interesting to one part of your brain than the other. You're going to be more intrigued because of this sure. or something's drawn you to it. Um, but I can see that that's this. And then you've got to look at then. Okay. That's my confirmation bus is taken over then, but what's my call to authority here? Your, your call to authority here. Is a lot of the time. Oh, but this person's a this person's a scientist. He's a PhD. In that doesn't always mean the same thing. Being a scientist and having a PhD is not the same. It can be in many different facets, and you could also be a uh, a professor of particle physics, and I can be a professor of particle physics and be in two completely different disciplines studying completely different things. Your call to authority is only relevant if you're citing factual information to this point. And yes. people lose that. It goes over their head. Absolutely. Um, if you, for anyone who's got this far into the interview, if I haven't turned it off to this podcast, um, <laughs> if you just do a quick Google on the Ten Commandments of Logic, you'll find a, a load of different memes that will list these different, but, it's, but you have ten, and it shows you these lists um, of different fallacies that you can have um, when you're creating an argument, like the straw man fallacy, um, non sequitur and stuff like this it goes through you know bandwagon fallacy like like 10 of them really 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 good i think everyone should really have a look at that um just just google um like 10 commandments of logic and you and you'll see these 10 a list of 10 10 fallacies and people make them all the time and it's so easy to to out to out argue them and out debate them just by sticking to these basic points what well, you're clearly making a straw man here i've never said that i've never taken that position you know like someone, 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 someone might say to me, "You just believe the mainstream media." It's like I've never said that I do. Yeah. Right? In this one instance, that my opinion aligns with their opinion. That's all. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm guilty of. So a lot of the time, I think people are responding to argue, and a lot of the time they're not. They're like, "Whoa, where's the not?" I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying, and I'm like, ah, and I assume that people are responding to our argue, so immediately I'm in on the defensive, and a lot of people have said, like, you're arguing with the wrong person, I'm not even arguing that, you've, and it's amazing how differently, once I read it back, knowing that that's not what they were after, how differently I can read what they've written, and which is so, da what's so dangerous about Facebook and social media, really, is that you're reading words, and then a lot of the time, people like me won't see that, and be... A few times lately, you'll see me openly put the words, 
apologies. Apologies. I mean, because I think now, rather than just move on or not respond once they've told me I'm wrong, admitting and recognising and admitting it is better. Because once you've done that three or four times, you realise, oh, it doesn't hurt. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it's fuck all. Now, actually, I'm actually learning some. Oh, I'm approaching that different. So I've started to openly do that now, write like apologies. And say, I mean, obviously, it doesn't happen often. I mean, well, but when it does. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that there's, there's probably a, a group of, uh, probably quite a growing large group of people on my Facebook, I suppose, um, that would love to see me get my comeuppance. And when people argue with me, I always see likes coming against me, right? People. Yeah. And, he, and I think, well, you're going to look silly because the guy's wrong and I'm going to prove him wrong, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who just want to see me, me be proven wrong, right? As if that's going to that's gonna get me because I always, I'm always the guy that's articulate and I use evidence and, and, and they just want to see me fail, right? And I was going to joke on them because I'll happily be wrong. And like, yeah. I, I like being wrong. Yeah, right? I like, then, make these same people, the next argument, these same people, oh, you're never wrong. But did you... Did you see yesterday when I apologised? I can yeah. screenshot it for you if you want. Apologise. So you'll screenshot up. That's where I apologise. Oh, once is... What are we working with here? Like, what? So you've said I never... You'd say I never think I'm wrong. I've proven that I think I'm wrong. I've proven that I apologise when I think I'm wrong. And that's still not good. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson's just got it right. Just, listen, you get five minutes. If, if, if after five minutes you're not listening to the logic or we're still arguing, we're either both stupid or you are. That's it. And that's that's the right mentality. Yeah. I just think, like, there has to be a point where you fucking... Which I think is what draws people like you and I to fight him, because I think there's no bullshit. There's no bullshit. Exactly. You're, you're fighting... You're in there and, it, and, it, and you're, you're right or you're wrong, and we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's why I think Conor McGregor takes such big whacks after losses, is because... All of the shit he can't go back on. When he said all this stuff and he's going to do this and I missed it, Mac, and I predict this and it doesn't come off, he's not missed it, Mac. We know that now. He's just a guy who said some shit and it happened to happen. So he's not missed it, Mac. And then it's, you've either got to come up with excuses for why you lost, which then you look a prick to everybody, which is why you get so much abuse from fighters, or you've got to scuttle away and not say anything. He's chosen most of the time after a loss to scuttle away for a bit. Do you know what I mean? And then he comes back and then everyone wants to see him again. It's massive. But I think that's that's what it is. It's that ego of not... I mean, listen, he looks like he's a great loser and he goes up to his opponent. like, yeah, you beat like fair. But to the mass public, he can't have that persona. He can't be that guy. So then he has to scuttle off. And I think that's what, what we're dealing with here, you know? You, you have to be the guy who stands in the cage, puts it on the line. When it goes wrong, you say, yep, yeah, I'm the loser. Because what else can you do? You can do a, I mean, you can try not to leave the White House and you can try and claim fraud, but... <laughs> but listen, and there's nobody wants there to be fraud more than me. I believed it. I believe, I still believe there probably was fraud, whether it was really? enough to throw the election, whether it was enough to throw the election, no, but I don't reckon there's ever been an election where there hasn't been fraud. I mean, with that many votes coming in, 100% someone's put one or two in their pocket somewhere for either side. So there probably was fraud somewhere along the line. Do I think it was enough to get him... No, and do, this is the thing. This is why I'm so disappointed as a former conspiracy theorist. Um, if anyone was ever going to expose it, if anyone was going to bring the system down, it was Donald Trump. If he hadn't done it, it ain't happening. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he was the worst. He was, he's the most, well, okay, maybe he's not the most corrupt, but he is the most visually corrupt. He's really, really corrupt, 
maybe others were more corrupt than him, but we don't know about it so much. He's just not political. But he's really corrupt. Yeah. I mean, we, but, but we see it. He's, he's, he's too thick. He's, he's not savvy enough with the... Uh, you're right, he's not, he's not political enough to know how to hide it. So when, yeah. when, he, does, when he does obvious things like um, play golf twice a week, every week, for his entire presidency, because every golf club that he goes to has to uh, be funded... Has to has to take a, has to get a load of like what's like half a million dollars, you know they get paid to close down, yeah. so that he can go play there privately. They 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 get paid that by from the taxpayer, and so he plays at his own golf courses twice a week every week. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant! It's brilliant! Right, and like I'm going to go off on Donald Trump, and I don't mean to because I don't have Trump derangement syndrome. I don't I don't just hate him for, for being him. Right, like things like like when he wanted to build a wall. I think it was a stupid idea, but I don't think it was an evil idea. Well, also one that Clinton started. Yeah, right. I so, mean, yeah. I mean, I've got no problem with a country protecting its borders. You know, I yeah. mean, you want to build a wall around your border, fill your boots. It's not, it's not wrong to want to do that. Other than you've got fucking thousands of miles of shitty desert you're going to have to try and build along, <laughs> right? Which isn't going to be easy, right? Um, but I think I don't have, I don't have a problem with him doing it. I don't have a problem with a lot of the stuff he's done. Right. You know, when people said about the, the, the babies in cages and stuff like this, children in cages, I think, right. OK, I understand the argument. But when you've got people illegally coming into a country, they've got to be detained. Yeah. And what you can't. And when you put people in prison or you, you, you arrest people, you can't always have them with their children. They and at some, point, you know, at some point, the onus has to be on the parent. Like At some point, you have to say, if you don't want your kid to be in in a cage don't break into the border like yeah there has to be that but it's a very simplistic view i know but uh, but you have to say at some point he can't be held accountable for absolutely everything yeah right now absolutely whilst you whilst you say it's a simplistic view and of course it is right you know people have their own reasons for doing it and sometimes you know they're escaping you know a a horrific regime and they and that's the best place for them okay so i'm not going to blame people for trying to make a better life for themselves at the same time if we're going to not blame them and we and we probably shouldn't. And you've also got to kind of look at the other side too. You can't always blame a blame a uh, an administration that is dealing with two thousand illegal immigrants coming over the border every day. Yeah. You know? I mean, what do you do with that? That's not going to be. You've got to do something, right? Yeah, exactly. And whatever you do is going to piss people off, right? So anyway, where I'm going with this is, I don't I don't just hate Donald Trump for the sake he's Donald Trump, okay? But. He's done some absolutely ridiculous shit, <laughs> right? You know, and I mean, like, the his response to the coronavirus was absolutely horrific, really, really yeah. bad. You know, I mean, four hundred thousand dead Americans, right? And a lot of that is attributable to him, to his response. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, got it, I got it. Great virus, great virus. I got it. Two days. That's pretty days. good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just like two, you get it, and two days later you're out in a car waving at people like come on like come on now like it's the same with our government like we we have a coronavirus lockdown so boris johnson invites people from the north down to dining street to see dining street and feel like I'll they're part of the him in a second that fucking <laughs> prick right? on him but let's go back to donald trump while i'm on a rant right i mean and i know that a lot of people they support him right and they say oh he's not corrupt but Here's an example, and I don't know how, how I'm pigeonholing this into this conversation, just out of nowhere. I've just, just shotgunned this in. Squeak um, this one in, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, imagine that you run a business, okay? I do. 
Fantastic. And you, <laughs> what you don't do is you don't employ me. But let's say you did. Yeah. Okay, you, and you employed me as a manager. And you said, Lee, I want you as a manager to bring in the best staff for my company, for Where's Merch Limited or whatever, right? To do whatever business you do, whatever your business is. Let, I don't know what your business is. Um, let's say that your business is computing. And you say, Lee, I want you to bring in all the best computer guys, right? To, to run my, you know, to work in my company. And I say, okay, got you. But instead of bringing in the best guys, I bring in my brother. And I bring in, like, my, my cousin and I bring in my mate. Yeah. And they come in and I go, and I say, like, do you want to have a job at this company I'm working at? And they say, well, doing what? And I say, computing. And I go, but I haven't got any computing experience. I'm like, fuck that. You don't need experience. I'm the manager, right? Yeah. I'll just employ you, right? Yeah. You're going to be really pissed off when your company starts falling apart. Yeah. Right? You're going to be, Lee, I've employed you to get the best staff for me. You've got these fucking bunch of idiots here. You've brought in your family members and you've brought in your mates who are all a bunch of idiots, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> right? But that's what Trump's done. Yeah. Right? He's, got, he's got, like, family members in, in these important roles. Like, the fuck experience do they have? But, uh, and not just Trump. That's not just Trump that's done that. It's the British government that's done that. Yeah. Who's, head really of our track, who's the head of our track and trace? How yeah, did so, you get the job? So let's segue that now into yeah. the UK government. Right, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to get my rant off on them as well. <laughs> I mean, it's really bad, yeah. Absolutely. This cronyism is really, really bad. They're not even hiding it anymore. It's, yeah. it's disgusting. But the thing is as well, it's... So last I heard is that there was an investigation because the job for track and trace wasn't even tendered open to equal opportunities, including disabilities and stuff. It was just sectored out to, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Head of track and trace, her husband's the guy who gave it a job. Yeah, it was, um, what's his face is, um, God, I'm not you, we've been many times. So it was, yeah, exactly, it was her, but so she gets the job. It was, it was, it was that dickhead that went up and down the country while he had coronavirus. It was his, was his cousin or something or no 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 it was it wasn't um what's his name from barnard castle uh, oh fuck what his name that don't it uh not uh cummins won't cummins it was was it cummins wife it might have been cummins wife yeah and sister or something wasn't it or sister in oh, no, so, so but you get a family member right it being tenured out to anybody with and this is illegal this is this is illegal oh, business practices Look, what what the fuck is going on? And we're just... And they've got no experience. Yeah, mate, and then we issue a £21 million contract to secure PPE to two guys who have never secured PPE before. So the PPE they do secure is completely wrong and we can't use it. And the rest of the money has been spent sourcing the PPE. What the fuck? Like really how, really how are we... How is there not, at this point, a coup? Or is there not... Upright, uh, we're not supporting this, this system. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is the attitude in this country. These cunts voted for him. They voted for Boris, and they knew, they absolutely knew that he was dishonest in every facet of his life. Professionally, yeah. he had been fired as a journalist for lying, for posting fake, false information. He was, he was in his personal life as a husband. He was an absolute horror. Yeah. He cheated numerous times, multiple affairs. Whilst his missus having chemotherapy, he's out cheating. Right. Now, and people can say, well, that's nothing to do with it. Right. It shows his character. Exactly. Okay? Right. Um, 
he's post like he's published himself has written racist homophobic sexist comments right now yeah. am i going to say that people don't joke about that stuff do i not joke about that stuff yeah i do right i may uh, like between me and my mates yeah we, we, but we do it to each other like as i said people call me chinky all the time it's funny yeah right listen trump trump's was more forgivable than boris's was 100% yeah. because Trump's was said with a group of lads in the back of a limo. Trump's was written in national newspapers calling, picking any um, smiles in Boris fucking bummer boys and stuff. Like, he was, it was written, it written black and white. Yeah, people knew what they were getting. They yeah. knew, like, when he put 350 million per week for the NHS, right, on that bus, they, they knew that he was lying. They knew that wasn't feasible because it's very clear that we get a load of trade and business through the EU, right? So for him to put that on there, they knew, they knew that we were going to, we were jeopardizing like 250 billion a year in trade, not, not, not 9 billion in fees. We were jeopardizing all that trade. They knew that, right? And if they didn't, then they're, then they're fucking ignorant, yeah. right? Because they, they knew what they were voting for. They all told us they knew what they were voting for. So they knew we were going to lose that. They knew that was a lie. They knew that they were voting in a liar. An absolute horrifically incompetent liar. They knew that. Who has right, got so the worst, the worst cabinet ever? Like, really bad. Have you, have you seen um, Dominic Rab talking about free school meals on the on the news and uh, with Piers Morgan? I, I would crack that guy. I'll be honest. I'd crack him. A hundred percent. When he's there and. Piers Morgan's like saying, but he's like, yeah, I'm glad it's such a good thing to have this in place. And so Piers Morgan's like, so why did you vote against it? And he's like, uh, but uh, well, these people are now, they're getting to the point where they don't even care that we can see that they're fucking everybody over. They don't care anymore. When Piers Morgan, when, oh, that, when that cunt is, is owning you, you yeah. have to know you're a failure. Mate, when I am sitting back thinking fair play to Piers Morgan, Something's wrong. Like yeah. he's doing stuff now that I can't even get. Like I'm getting behind them. Like something is wrong when Piers Morgan is now on a fucking gallant white horse. I know it's really bad. And I mean, like, what did they do? Like, I mean, they they they, they employed their Brexit minister who didn't realise the importance of Dover and Calais. I mean, <laughs> I their Nor Northern I Ireland minister who didn't understand that people who are on one side aren't going to vote for the other. Right, you know, mate. Oh, really? Oh, you mean unionists won't vote? For, what? <laughs> You're the manager for Northern Ireland, you fucking cunt! It's I mean, it's unbelievable. And but also, we'll keep voting them back in. Like I just don't like. Uh, and you know why? I'll tell you why. Because when you get someone like Corbyn, who I I, I absolutely think was a turd. I think he was a fucking. Yeah. He was a, he was a dog shit. I disagree, but as a politician, yes, I would have never had him as a politician. I didn't like the way that his, um, the way that he was smeared as a person. Really, that, that, was, someone... that was awful. Right? Yeah, that's what I didn't like. As a politician, I could never vote for him, especially because I hunt and stuff, and I got lots of bits that he wouldn't agree with. He was too left for me. But yeah, carry on. Yeah, um, I think the media witch hunt against him was really bad. I, I didn't vote for him, and I wouldn't vote for him. Um, yeah. But I. And I do think he's a turd, but between him and Boris, I mean, it'd be a complete no-brainer, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, when you when you when you're, when you're faced with these choices, and it seems it should seem pretty pretty obvious to you, right? But the reason that 
when you when you when you have someone like him put forward and the people in this country they'll hate it they'll absolutely hate it these working class tories that's what they are they'll yeah. be like um no he wants to give people something for nothing you're already getting something for nothing you just don't realize you thick cunts exactly right? you think that your pittance of a tax that you pay and i'm not i don't want to i don't want to insult people on low income so i'm going to be very careful actually in how i word this because some people are on low incomes and they can't help it and i'm not knocking them but when you're on a lower income you are subsidized by the government even if you are paying tax yeah. right i mean there's a threshold level i think it's around 35000 if you're earning less than 35000 then you're still somewhat subsidized by the government depending on who you are but if you've got like three kids and they're all in school that school has got to be paid for. Your taxes don't cover all that, and they don't cover all your street lights, and they don't cover all, all the police service and everything else that goes with it, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not knocking anyone. If you're working you're, and you're paying your fair share, I respect you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, for, for these people who then start having to go at other people getting stuff for free, and we're not going to vote, we're going to vote Tory, we're not voting for Labour, people want to get stuff for free, right? Like, you fucking dickhead, right? Yeah. And, and they will, and they'll cut off their nose to spite their face. But also as well, but these people, it's, 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 sorry, these then. people, these people, mate, honestly, who are earning 45, 50, 60 grand a year, think they're rich. They think they're the middle class. They think they're, and it's like, no, you're getting it wrong. When these people are talking about the wealthy, you're not even thought of. You're down here with the working class at 60, 70, 80, 100 grand a year. You're working class. There's no, don't think that you're middle class, you're in an underground a year. You're a working class fucking person well, compared to are, what they're, compared I mean, to them. you probably are middle class. Yeah. Um, but you're, but you're certainly not up there with the people that they're, the, the middle class are in the same boat as working class in this country um, with, with, with our government, right? I mean, they only, only care, well, in fact, they only care about themselves. They don't care about anyone else, right? Yeah. Um. But well, the rant I was getting on, and I'm going to finish it, and I'm going to piss off as many people as I can about the, the culture in this country. Um, I grew up here from the age of about 10 onwards, really. I was, lived in Hong Kong. I was born here. I went to Hong Kong when I was young, and I lived there for, for a lot of my childhood. But I grew up here from the age of about 10 onwards. And, and a lot of the time, I grew up on a council estate as well, and I saw it, and I see the culture, and it fucking sickens me, this, like... How they laugh at people that that, that, that fail, you know. Like, it, um, if you're trying to succeed at something and you fail, right? Anyone that's successful realizes that's part of growth, right? You you know your 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 route to success goes up and then it has a pullback and then it goes up and it has a pullback and it goes up. Every pullback, they'll point and laugh and jeer at you. Or you go to school and the kids will make fun of you because you've got like like because your trainers aren't as expensive as theirs, right? Um, and that's why we people are voting in Tories. This country's yeah. horrifically um selfish and nasty really um i'm mean, obviously those people i laugh at them now because i own way more than them um and i'm, <laughs> and I'm much more athletic than them and i'm much more successful than them um just, just and you're better at up. facebook arguments you know yeah you know, right right but that's the culture that we have in this country not everyone and we've got some absolutely fantastic people but it's a massive growing contingent and Social media, mate, there's, pe there's, fa 
there's literally families who are segregated because you should vote a certain way if you're from this family and you should do it you should vote it's like but, but the world's not how it was for you dad or mum or like it's like it's different you're not this is not this new conservative is not the old conservative this new labor is not the old labor you things and it it tears families apart shit like this it's just it's it's crazy the the incestuous like passing down of beliefs or and it's based on ignorance like i've heard people say i've heard i've heard people say that stuff like i could never vote conservative i remember when thatcher took the milk and uh, (laughs) i gotta do anything you fucking idiot right yeah yeah. football game right i mean (laughs) one conservative government could be given to another you know like i mean i've never voted labor Okay, um, I know a lot of people think I'm I'm a lefty. I've never ever ever voted Labour. Um, I, I I could if if Starmer was up, I'd vote for Starmer. Out of everyone available, I think I think he's head and shoulders above everyone. Yeah. I, quite, I quite rate him. Um, but you take it on a case by case basis, right? You know, like John Major. You take it on a manifesto. And you take it on a manifesto basis. So the person is one thing that draws my attention. But all I'm looking for you to do is open your coat and flash me the goods, which is the manifesto. Let, let me see so your manifesto. The, thing, the manifesto, and this fucking annoyed me, and everyone says it because they, they get, again, it says their football team, right? This tribal. And they say stuff like Labour had a fully costed manifesto. Like they didn't, did they? It was fucking horrible. Right? Those numbers did not add up. Right. But then Boris had his and it was really bad. Like, yeah. and to the point where I had to post about it. And I'm like, guys, I've read this, this conservative manifesto. Um, the numbers so completely don't make sense to me. Where, 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 can anyone can anyone explain it to me? And I, and I put it up and I said, where are these numbers coming from? Where's he? He's saying he's going to spend more on this, more on this, more on this, but he's going to reduce taxes. Can can you explain that to me? Where, where, where's that money coming from? And people were saying, oh, the Conservatives have fully costed their manifesto. I said, okay, can you explain it? And they go, well, no, but it is costed. But, and also because they don't, know, they don't understand how to, to cost it. They understand, they, they'll look through and they won't, they won't understand how do I, what do I need to make these add up to? How do I make these add up? They'll look at it and they'll think, yeah, see all the figures there, it's fully costed. Right, you're right. And this is my, my issue with, with stupidity. It's not because that they're naturally thick. Okay, it's not because... They can't learn. It's because they won't, right? They can do basic addition. If I say to you, Wes, I'm going to make you pay less into my club, and, my, and you know my club's running at a loss, right? I've got a club and it's running at a loss. And I say, Wes, I'm going to drop your fees, and I'm going to put more into my, I'm going to spend more on my club. You're going to say, Lee, how the fuck are you going to do that? Of course. Right? Um, if I say to you, Wes, I promise you, if you vote for me, if you vote for me to run the club, I'm going to run the club. Vote for me, okay? I know the club's losing money. Well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you pay lower fees, and I'm going to and I'm going to spend more on the club. You're going to go, well, Lee, how are you going to do that? But they don't. They go, oh, that sounds great. I'll exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's. But the it's guy's not. a liar. You know he's a liar. <laughs> he got fired for lying. He lies to his wife. He lies in his job. He lies everywhere. You know he's a liar. <laughs> Read his old school report. Read his school reports from fucking university. The guy's a scumbag. It's that fucking simple. Yeah, it's insanity. Confirmation bias again, no mate. It's, it's insane. But these, these people even 
know they're wrong. They but, like, choose you, to be stupid. Get... You're right. They do know they're wrong. They choose to be stupid. Yeah. And that's what I hate. But and you'll literally got, like, get, I'm not fucking voting for them now. I'm not voting for them. I'm not for them fucking idiots. The red, the labor, I'm not fucking. But they're not. What? No, you vote for what you fucking want. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. But um, I'll steer you away from politics because we've been going one hour, 40 minutes. And I'm just going to okay. steer you on to. Uh, I don't know if you watch much MMA anymore. Um, not, not too much, if I'm honest. Are you, uh, you going to watch uh, Connor the weekend? I will, yeah. Did you watch the last fight between them both? Yes. How do you think this is going to go? So Connor's so explosive, isn't he? He's so absolutely explosive. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got that ability to touch you and put you to sleep. He goes yeah. he goes like he goes up two weight classes and he's still putting people out, right? Yeah, which I think I think is wrongly attributed to power. I think because uh, he's hit, look, look, he, he hit Eddie Alvarez like dropped him five times before he put him away and still didn't knock him out out. So I don't think it's power. I think it's accuracy and timing, which is more dangerous than power. So to say power's um, like a disservice, you know. But although, yeah, he certainly carries that. I agree. Although he does have power as well. Yes. I mean, if you want, look at his hip rotation and his his body alignment and everything else, it's absolutely incredible. Um, and I want to be careful because. I'm not really a Connor fan. I'm not, and when I say not really a fan, I'm not a fan at all of the person. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to big him up too much. Um, but as an athlete, you know, I've got to say the guy's phenomenal. Um, and he's so explosive, and he can absolutely bang you out. And he's done it so many times. He's got so many first round knockouts, right? Yeah. Um, in, 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 including this one, right? Um, but I think. He's now up against, uh, so Poirier knows, he knows what to expect a little bit. He knows that Connor can really, really bang, Yeah. right? Um, and he is a better grappler than, how do you define better grappler? He's probably got better jiu-jitsu than Conor McGregor. But McGregor's no slouch on the floor, you don't see it very often. Yeah. You know? he, he's got good jiu-jitsu. Um, I think I think Dustin has good striking as well. He would be silly to strike with. I think he would be uh, I don't so I I disagree. I think he'd be sensible to strike with Connor as long as he stays in range. Do not be on the outside trying to come in. Is when you come in when you try and come in against Connor is your biggest problem. If Connor's coming at you, you can fight him like Nate Diaz did. So Connor's not going to come at you. If you can stay inside, if you can hit him and then Dustin does that smothering style quite well. So if you can tag him and push him towards the fence and stay on him without lunging forward like Aldo did to land those initial shots. So if you can hit him a couple of times, push him backwards and then be in his face, that might be enough that you can put him to the fence, keep him on the fence, take him down, which I think it should be Dustin's game plan. Box him to the fence. Right. Well, okay. I think using Nate Diaz as an example is kind of a little bit flawed. In as much as Nate Diaz was significantly heavier, he was a weight class up, and yeah. you can't hurt him. But he was split wide open as well. Connor fucked yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think using Nate Diaz as a as a, as a comparison is maybe. But well, I mean, I just think that. So we've also seen it with Habib as well, 
when Connor's faced with people who he is not forcing out of range and making them come back into range again. So once Connor, once you take away that uh, Connor dictating the range, you have you give him problems now because he's a counter fighter. If you're not giving him the Connor's beautiful Connor Connor's uh, what his ideal fight for him will be. Pick you touch you with a jab, take a step back. You don't realize that the distance has now been made half an inch to three quarters of an inch bigger than it was before. You try to cover that distance, boom, he tags you. That's Connor's game. So if you can hit tag him, you take the half a step, the half inch step forward and constantly be there, constantly be there, constantly be there. So there's not that range to cover. You can keep tagging him and clipping him and tagging him, frustrate him, maybe put him on the fence, boom. But I do think you need to wrestle, wrestle fuck him. I do think you need to just frustrate him. And he wrestles really well. He's really up and down. You know, yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I, I kind of think the only, I think that probably the way that Connor loses this is if he's not taking it seriously. Yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I see Connor winning. I do see him winning. I see it maybe going into the second round this time, and Dustin goes a bit further. Um, yeah, possibly because he's cautious. Um, I would like to see if you go back and watch Dustin's fights I'd like to see Dustin fight him how he fought Gaethje I think that's a perfect strategy for fighting him Um, but it's Connor can you do that like the thing is you don't start in range so you have to get in range in the in the beginning so that's when you might get clipped yeah and he's got deceptively long reach hasn't he I mean yeah and, and, he, and his distancing is really good his footwork's really good um yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's not going to be as quick as a first fight, but I think Connor takes it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Poirier do really, really well. Um, yeah, right. me too. But I mean, I think as well, like as much as like Connor annoys me, he really does annoy me. A because I was so close to him, like not like we're good friends, but I was so close to him coming up through. Like I was slightly ahead of him, as in my experience level. But he was right there. I'd seen him fight. He's. I got offered the Bushenger fight. Said no, like I was injured, and Connor got offered it. He took it and went on there. I wouldn't have gone on and gone to UFC, but that's the, we're we were sort of there, you know. So for yeah. me, I really wanted him. It's got to heights now where I don't necessarily. I never. I don't want to ever see him lose. I don't want to wish any bad. I'm not wishing anything bad on him. Like I hope he get beat up. I carry on doing brilliant things, but just keep doing brilliant things. That's all I'm interested in. Just keep doing the brilliant things. You know, I love the showmanship. I love the talk. I love the flamboyant fighting stuff. I love it all. Not interested in all the other shit. Not interested in the rape claims, the punching people in bars, the stuff like this. And it kind of makes me think. I'd rather not have a UFC with Connor in it because with Connor doesn't just come all this brilliance. It comes all this stuff that I don't want to see. Yeah. That stuff re- really kind of puts you off him. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't want to really shit talk the guy cause I might see him at some point. He might punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and also l- listen, I'm not, that's not, I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. Like I just want to see. I him would. I, I would I would probably be a bit rude about him. Um, but I don't want to get punched if I ever... I'm quite... You know, I get on with, with John Kavanagh, you know, re, you know, and at some point I'm probably going to pop over and do some training with him and I don't want Connor to... No, I, l- listen, I, like, I like John, I get on with John, and I... Listen, I like Connor. Like, I like him. I just want... 
if Connor is going to just be Connor, I'm all in. I'm on it. I'm all in. Do you know what I mean? But I can't be one of these fanboys who's ignoring that stuff the other time. I'm like, either stay away and don't be in the UFC or be in the UFC and be all in because you were fucking exceptional. So, I mean, you're brilliant. Like, even there's better fighters than you in the UFC. They're, like, Habib is a better... I don't think you'll beat Habib if you fought 10 times. I don't think you'd beat him. I think you'd lose eight. Do you know what I mean? I, do, I really do. I think his style's too much, too different. I, I'm a massive Conor fan of what he does. I just want to see you do that. I just want to see you do that. That's not me bad-mouthing you about the other stuff. Just, I don't... Just, let's just... I don't want to see that. I get you. And I think, like... I understand that it's entertainment, right? And I like the entertainment yeah. side of it, right? I didn't like the absolute disrespect that he showed in some of the, like, some of his. I think some of his his shit talking and his promotion does go too too far. Yeah. I mean, he can say what he wants. I mean, it's just it's what it is. Just, for me, I think you, you know you're coming across as a cunt now, right? Yeah. Whereas I'd like I'd like you to come across an entertainer. You know, like the disrespect he showed to Aldo, right? Yeah. I was really kind of hoping Aldo would fuck him up. Um, just because it would have made a great storyline, not because I didn't get Connor. Then for Aldo to get banged out in like 10 seconds, it's like, oh no. <laughs> funny. <laughs> not funny for Aldo. And I was there. I was there for that. So I was yeah. like, sat with Irish people who bought me the ticket. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. That was <laughs> his, shit, his shit talked to him for months and months, run over, grabbed his belt, <laughs> kind of jumped over the cage, shouted in his face, and then just banged him out real quick. <laughs> 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 But, it, was, it was a good story. Listen, it was like one of those things. That we got. Uh, what was a credit to Connor because he'd obviously timed and watched exactly what Aldi was going to do. It won. He didn't throw a lucky punch. It was perfect. It was. Yeah, it was what Connor is. He's a master at that sort of thing. Yeah, but I think it, you know when he fought um, <clears throat> Dennis Siver and he called him a Nazi. I think oh, not. Not really cool. Yeah. You know that stuff with Habib and insulting his dad and stuff. Like you know, I mean, there's no need for that. You know, there's no need to stop bringing people's families into things, you know. Yeah. And it's not, listen, he gets he gets a really bad time in the press, Connor, and deservedly so. A lot of the bus incident and stuff, you deserve all the shit you get for it. Whacking a bloke in the pub, you deserve all the shit you get for it. There's no defense from me. But I know some of the people who you're close with, and they're good guys. So you've got to be a good guy. You know, that that's the way, that's the, the way. John's a nice guy. You've got to be a nice guy for John to to have tolerated you to this point you're you've got to be a nice guy you know just yeah i'm just not interested in the, in that other side of it let's just have conor mcgregor come back smash it hopefully see him on the scene you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or poirier knock him out poirier go on to win the title either way so who's going to fight for the title what's it going to be gaethje versus no Ali i think uh, Oliveira. I... I think it'll probably be the winner of the two matches now. Probably, I would imagine. I can't imagine. Habib's not coming. That statement the other night was the most pointless statement I've ever heard anybody make. Um, so let's assume he's not coming back. I would assume it's the winner of Connor Dustin versus Chandler Hooker. Okay. Because Chandler's, a, Chandler's come off of being the world champion. He's probably got it in his contract. Like I get like an immediate title shot. Then this has come up. So he said, yeah, I can understand why there's not a title shot. You can't keep me on the back burner. I'll fight as long as it's for an eliminator. Um, maybe I'm being biased because I do a lot of jiu-jitsu now. But Oliviera looked really, really good. Oh, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's a force now. He's a force at that weight, definitely. 
yeah, I'd like I'd like to see him in the mix at a title. You know, um, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him at least considered in their argument. Not saying chuck him straight in, but I'd like to see like maybe he's part of an eliminator. Oh, I mean, I think if Chandler wasn't here, um, it should be a live uh, like uh, he faces whoever for the um for the title. That's like Oliveira should face whoever for the title, but because Chandler's here. I think that puts the spanner in the works. You were a world champion. You've come over. You really helped us out and made weight for a title fight you didn't get to fight in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, he is legit. You know, I, I get that. You know, so yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, listen. I'm going to let you go. We've been okay. on for nearly two hours. Um, this was awesome. It was fun. Let's uh, let's get another one in soon. Like, uh, and we'll go back over other shit that people have been talking on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> all right cheers mate it's been, it, yeah it's, it's been really cool i'll speak to you soon thanks mate i'll say goodbye to you and then i'll say goodbye to you off of the uh thing stay there mate